السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا المصطفى صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين آمنوا أشد حبا لله وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى ألا إن أولياء الله لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون الذين آمنوا وكانوا يتقون لهم البشرى في الحياة الدنيا وفي الآخرة لا تبديل لكلمات الله ذلك هو الفوز العظيم صدق الله مولانا العظيم Dear respected brothers and elders In the world that we live in for a man to live in society it is necessary for him to establish certain relationships certain associations with people and these relationships etc are a natural human instinct for people to want to be close to others for people to want to be recognized by others and to be admired by others as well and to be accepted by other people this sense of being accepted amongst people this is a human instinct and in the nature of a human to form relationships with other people relationships are based on three main values or three main criterion by which a person values a relationship so each relationship has certain values attached to it and the first of these three values is that a person likes to be associated with somebody of a certain type or a certain nature if a person is more of a more prestigious uh, status a person is more well recognized more well known for whatever it may be maybe the person has a lot of knowledge maybe the person is maybe the president of a country etc people like to be associated with somebody based on their standing based on their status and who they are the other reason or the other criterion by which people value a relationship is that of benefit what benefit does one attain and achieve from a particular relationship so there are certain benefits if a person is influential a person is powerful then there are some benefits with being associated with that person a person is strong and powerful a person may be wealthy so he may be able to assist somebody in their time of need a person may possess great knowledge from which we can benefit and learn whether it's the knowledge of the of the uh, of the akhirah the knowledge of the deen of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or whether it may be worldly knowledge but there may be some benefit that i may get from my association with a certain person the other thing or criterion by which a person values a relationship is that the person with whom one seeks to have a relationship or a friendship is accessible to one that the person whom i wish to have a relationship with is accessible to me in that i meet him easily and he is approachable or that i can pick up the phone and give him a call and he will be ever ready to take my call and answer me so this 
being accessible is another value of uh, a criterion of value that we find in relationships. Now, if we extend these criterion or we look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our maker, our creator, in light of these values of association and relationships that human beings have for one another, if you just for a moment think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in light of these values or these criterion that we, that, uh, of value that we add to relationships, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the greatest. The association with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the greatest. It can, it can never be paralleled. A person who is associated with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a person who has a friendship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there can be no friendship like that. There can be no bond and relationship like the bond and relationship between creator and the created, between the worshipper and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is reported to have said in a hadith related by Abu, Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu in which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said إِذَا أَحَبَّ اللَّهُ الْعَبْدِ When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a slave, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a person, قَالَ لِجِبْرِيلِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Jibreel alayhi salatu wassalam, يَا جِبْرِيلِ قَدْ أَحْبَبْتُ فُلَانًا فَأَحِبَّهُ That I have, I now love so and so person, so you also love him. فَأَحَبَّهُ جِبْرِيلِ Then Jibreel alayhi salatu wassalam loves this person. Then Jibreel alayhi salam makes an announcement in the heavens amongst the millions and billions of angels of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He makes an announcement there. That inna allaha qad ahabba fulanan fa'ahibbuh. Verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves so and so. So all of you now love him. So the instruction now is being given to the beings of the heavens that they love this person based on the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has loved him. Meaning his relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is such that now Allah loves him and that is why Allah makes that announcement that, O oh, Jibreel, I love so and so, so you also love him. And then, فَيُحِبُّهُ أَهْلُ السَّمَاءِ That the beings of the heavens, the angels all love him. فَيُوضَعُ لَهُ الْقَبُولِ فِي الْأَرْضِ And then there is this great acceptance for him on the earth and that people take to him and people love him on the earth as well. So this person becomes beloved to those in the heavens. He first becomes beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then beloved to all those in the heavens and he becomes beloved to those on earth as well. This is by virtue of his association with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we are saying the first criterion of value of a relationship is that of association. And if one is associated with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then what greater virtue and honor can, be, can there be for such a person? That he gets this type of love and acceptance and there are announcements regarding him that love him and these announcements are made in the heavens and the earth. In another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam relates from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says man adali waliyan faqad adantuhu bil harb that whosoever adopts enmity for a friend of mine 
for a close servant of mine. فَقَدْ أَذَنْتُهُ بِالْحَرْبِ Then I announce that I am, he has, I am at war with him. وَمَا تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ عَبْدِي بِالنَّوَافِلِ وَمَا تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ عَبْدِي بِشَيْءٍ أَفْضَلَ وَأَحَبَّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّا افْتَرَدْتُهُ عَلَيْهِ That a servant may not gain closeness to me by anything more than the closeness which he gets through carrying out those things which I have made compulsory for him. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants his servants to gain closeness to him. But the closeness begins or the journey to gaining closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins where in this hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us in this hadith Qudsi that the first step is that a person needs to adopt those things which Allah has made compulsory upon him. So the first step to becoming a friend and a, and a close servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to becoming a wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that a person adopts everything that Allah has made compulsory upon him. So starting with the five daily salah, and the zakah, and the fasting, these, if these are seen too, then the first step towards wilayah and towards the, the closeness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have been taken. And then, after these fara'id, these compulsory actions are put in place, then to gain further closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to become the most beloved of servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا يَزَالُ عَبْدِي يَتَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ بِالنَّوَافِلِ حَتَّى أُحِبَّهُ That for as long as a servant continues to persevere in optional and nafil actions, nafil deeds of worship, optional acts of worship, then there will come a time that I will love him. حَتَّى أُحِبَّهُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will love a person by virtue of this effort that he will make in doing nafil and optional actions over and above his compulsory deeds. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِذَا أَحْبَبْتُهُ When I begin to love him, كُنْتُ سَمْعَهُ الَّذِي يَسْمَعُ بِهِ Then I will become the ears with which he hears. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will become the ears with which a person hears, meaning he will only hear good now. And he will only hear benefit. What will benefit him? And he will be saved from all the sins of the ears. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues, وَبَصَرَهُ الَّذِي يَبْصُرُ بِهِ And I will become his eyes with which he will see. Meaning he will see the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will see the beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And his eyes will, be, uh, will attest to the oneness and greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَيَدَهُ الَّتِي يَبْطِشُ بِهَا And I will become his hand with which he grasps. Meaning everything that he does now will be with the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَرِجْلَهُ الَّذِي يَمْشِي بِهَا And I will be his legs with which he will walk. Obviously it is not meant in its literal, ter literal term, in its, in its literal meaning. But it is figurative that a person's actions now, the, the actions that flow from the body of a person will be in accordance with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands and in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to say in this hadith al-Qudsi, وَلَئِن سَأَلَنِي If he asks anything of me, لَأُعْطِيَنَّهِ Then I will surely give him what he asks of me. 
This is the true servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When this closeness is achieved, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to the, to the du'as of a person very readily. He becomes mustajabu da'wah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts his du'as readily. وَإِنِ اسْتَعَاذَنِي And if he seeks my, my, my protection, then I will protect him. I will be there to protect the servant of mine. So this is from the, the, the benefits of association with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second criterion of value or to which we ascribe value in relationships, we said was that of benefit, where a person benefits from the one whom he has a relationship with. The benefit that we achieve, that we receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the bounties and favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we cannot count. Every heartbeat, every breath that a person takes, he is indebted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. Every morsel of food, every drop of water that he has drunk in his life is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every goodness that a person enjoys in this worldly life, every type of pleasure and goodness a person enjoys in this worldly life is all from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, the benefit or the bounty that we receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we cannot count. There is no number on it. Allahu waliyul ladheena amanu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the wali. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the protecting friend of the servant. The servant who turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna allaha huwa ar-razzaqu dhul quwwatil mateen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who gives risk and sustenance to the servant. The benefit that we receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we do not have this, then we have nothing. أَفَرَأَيْتُمْ مَا تَحْرُثُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Do you not see that which you sow in the earth that is given to you by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the food that you eat? أَفَرَأَيْتُمُ الْمَاءَ الَّذِي تَشْرَبُونَ Surah Al-Waqi'ah Do you not see what do you think of the water that you drink that is also from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? أَفَرَأَيْتُمُ النَّارَ أَلَّتِي تُورُونَ do you not see the, the fire that which you use in order to cook your food, in order to manufacture things? This is all from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are limitless. فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ حَافِظًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the protector. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the protector. The benefit of protection is also from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَا يَؤُودُهُ حِفْظُهُمَا وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْعَظِيمُ that the protection of the heavens and the earth, so much of the creation, they do not tire Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is never tired in protecting the heavens and the earth. وَمَن يُضْلِلِ اللَّهِ فَمَا لَهُ مِنْ هَادِ وَمَن يَهْدِ اللَّهِ فَمَا لَهُ مِنْ مُضِلِ Guidance is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the benefit from association with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as we are saying, is limitless. So the relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is of utmost importance for man, for his dunya and for his akhirah. So we need to make a resolution that we do everything we can and we exert ourselves and make an effort that we tread this path of wilayah, of becoming friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
that we begin by completing our compulsory actions, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has enjoined upon us, and thereafter we build upon that with the nawafil and the, the, the optional uh, nafil actions. The third criterion of value in relationships is that of accessibility. That if a person is, has a friend but that friend is not accessible to him, then there is not much he can do to develop that friendship or to gain anything from it. With Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is no need for any type of intermediary. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sami'un basir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all hearing at all times and all seeing at all times. Inna allaha alimun bidhatis sudur. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is well aware and complete with complete knowledge of everything that is contained in the heart of every single person. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is right. Here, we do not need an intermediary to speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the question of accessibility, if you compare this to a person who is of high profile in this worldly life, for an example, a president or a king of some kind, then it is not easy for any person to access that person, to access him or to address him or to speak to him or to meet him. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the king of all kings, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth, if a person turns at any point during the day or night, whether he's laying down or he's sitting or he's standing or walking or he's driving or he's doing anything, he can turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the benefit or the, the value that we find in relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most accessible. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all hearing. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is addressed in the Qur'an where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ That if my servants ask you about me, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not even say, Say to them that I am close, I am near. How, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, When my servants ask you about me, then verily I am close. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala demonstrates the extent of his closeness to his servants. That he does not even address Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to say, Say to them that I am close. But rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just says, Verily I am very close. فَإِنِّي قَرِيبُ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ إِذَا دَعَانِ that I respond to the call of the caller when he calls unto me. So at any point in time, if a person wishes to speak with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he wishes to ask his needs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he does not need an intermediary. It doesn't matter how sinful a person may think of himself. Everybody is sinful. But it should never be that a servant feels that I cannot speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of how sinful I am. If that one dua that a person makes that, Oh Allah, take me out of this sinful life of mine, these sinful ways, these sinful habits. Oh Allah, rid me of this particular sin of mine. Oh Allah, change my condition. That one dua of sincerity and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hears it and it will be accepted and everything will change thereafter. So we should never lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
is there to hear us at all times. What a great honor for a believer that this very Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so much we benefit from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's bounties and blessings. There's no greater king than, the, than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invites a believer five times a day to the masjid into the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala into his special presence. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is seeing us at all times and is hearing us at all times. But this is a special invitation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we, as we said, that the first step to gaining closeness and wilaya and the friendship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that a person fulfills all those things that Allah has made compulsory for him. And the first step is that the five daily salah. The call of the mu'adhin is not just the call of the mu'adhin. It is the call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself, via the voice and tongue of the, of the mu'adhin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing us and saying, Hayya ala salah, come to salah. My servant, come to salah. Hayya ala al-falah, come to success. My servant, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing us. So when we hear the adhan, we should not think of it as the mu'adhin calling us. However, the mu'adhin is doing the calling on behalf of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is calling us to the masjid where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes to summon and to speak to his servant. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to see his servant. So let us not allow these moments to pass. Life is very short. A person has, within every day of his life, five opportunities to speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We do not, if we, we need to value these moments with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq and give us the understanding of the nearness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to make the effort, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to take the steps, the necessary steps in order to gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to become the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we end with the, with the ayah that we quoted in the beginning. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah, inna awliya Allah, verily the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, la khawfun alayhim wa yahzanun. There is no fear, there is no grief for them. They are those who believe and they have taqwa and they have piety. So anyone has the ability and propensity to become a wali and a friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is not restricted to anybody, any particular person. Every human being, every Muslim has the propensity to become a friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are only two conditions. That they believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they adopt the quality of taqwa. And taqwa means simply for a person to carry out all the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to abstain from everything that Allah has prohibited one from. And this is a recipe for becoming a friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to say, Lahumul bushra fil hayati dunya wa fil akhirah. For them there is glad tidings in this world and in the, in the hereafter. There is no change in the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the ultimate and the greatest success. That a person gains this, friend, this friendship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by adopting iman and the quality of taqwa. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq and understanding.
ഇമാമിൽ അമ്പിയായി 
نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد أيها المسلمون يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى في محكم آياته وهو أصدق القائلين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ألا إن أولياء الله لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون الذين آمنوا وكانوا يتقون لهم البشرى في الحياة الدنيا وفي الآخرة لا تبديل لكلمات الله ذلك هو الفوز العظيم إخوتي في الله الولاية معناها المحبة والقرب فنقول فلان ولي الله أي محب لله ويتقرب إلى الله وعلى هذا فكل من آمن بالله وأحب الله ويتقرب بأعماله الصالحة إلى الله فهو من أولياء الله وهذا هو معنى قوله سبحانه وتعالى الذين آمنوا وكانوا يتقون وأيضا من آمن بالله وأحب الله وتقرب إليه بأعمال صالحة ولاه الله فمن ولى الله ولاه الله ومن ولى غير الله أبعده الله وسخط عليه وأضله يقول سبحانه وتعالى إن ولي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين ويقول سبحانه وتعالى إنما وليكم الله ورسوله والذين آمنوا إذا فالناس كلهم أولياء إما أولياء للرحمن وإما أولياء للشيطان والناس حزبان حزب لله وحزب للشيطان يقول سبحانه وتعالى عن حزب الله هم أولياء الرحمن ومن يتولى الله ورسوله والذين آمنوا فإن حزب الله هم الغالبون ويقول سبحانه وتعالى أولئك كتب في قلوبهم الإيمان وأيدهم بروح منه ويدخلهم جنات تجري من تحتها الأنهار خالدين فيها رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه أولئك حزب الله ألا إن حزب الله هم المفلحون وعلى العكس من ذلك فمن أحب الشيطان وأتبعه وتقرب إليه كان ولياً للشيطان وكان من حزبه يقول سبحانه وتعالى استحوذ عليهم الشيطان فأنساهم ذكر الله أولئك حزب الشيطان ألا إن حزب الشيطان هم الخاسرون ويقول سبحانه وتعالى فإذا قرأت القرآن فاستعذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إنه ليس له سلطان على الذين آمنوا وعلى ربهم يتوكلون إنما سلطانه على الذين يتولونه والذين هم به مشركون إنما ذلكم وقال تعالى إنما ذلكم الشيطان يخوف أولياءه فلا تخافوهم وخافون إن كنتم مؤمنين أيها المؤمنون فقد وصف الله سبحانه وتعالى أولياءه بصفتين الذين آمنوا وكانوا يتقون فمن حيث العقيدة هم الذين آمنوا الذين آمنوا بالله وملائكته وكتبه ورسله واليوم الآخر وبالقضاء خيره وشره وأما من حيث العمل وكانوا يتقون فهم المتقين فهم من المتقين والتقوى كلمة جامعة لكل خصال الخير والطاعة وامتثال أوامر الله والاجتناب عما نهى الله عنه نسأل الله سبحانه وتعالى أن يجعلنا منهم فالسابقون من بالخيرات والمقربون لرب الأرض والسماوات فإن الله سبحانه وتعالى قد قال فيهم بقوله في الحديث القدسي الذي رواه البخاري وغيره عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله قال من عادى لي وليا فقد آذنته بالحرب 
ومن وما تقرب إلي عبدي بشيء أحب إلي مما افترضت عليه وما يزال عبدي يتقرب إلي بالنوافل حتى أحبه فإذا أحببته كنت سمعه الذي يسمع به وبصره الذي يبصر به ويده الذي يبطش بها ويده التي يبطش بها ورجله التي يمشي بها وإن سألني لأعطينه ولئن استعاذني لأعيذنه وما وما ترددت عن شيء أنا فاعله ترددي عن نفس المؤمن يكره الموت وأنا أكره أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له نشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدًا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرًا ونذيرًا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليمًا كثيرًا أما بعد فإني أوصيكم ونفسي أولًا بتقوى الله والمواظبة على ذكر الله ألا خير الكلام كلام الله وأحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار من أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى ربنا اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم اللهم أمطر شآبيب رضوانك على السابقين الأولين من المهاجرين والأنصار والذين اتبعوهم بإحسان خصوصاً على الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن جميع الصحابة رضوان الله تعالى عليهم أجمعين أولئك حزب الله ألا إن حزب الله هم المفلحون اللهم أيد الإسلام وأنصاره وأذل الشرك وأشراره اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيراً من الأولى اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم ولا تجعلنا ممن خذل دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العلي العظيم يذكركم وادعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون
Please straighten the sufuf. Stand shoulder to shoulder. Allahu Akbar. الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين وما تكون في شأن وما تتلو منه من قرآن ولا تعملون من عمل إلا كنا عليكم إِلَّا كُنَّا عَلَيْكُمْ شُهُودًا إِذْ تُفِيضُونَ فِيهِ وَمَا يَعْزُبُ عَنْ رَبِّكَ مِنْ مِثْقَالِ ذَرَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ وَلَا أَصْغَرٍ ولا أصغر من ذلك ولا أكبر إلا في كتاب مبين ألا إن أولياء الله لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون الذين آمنوا وكانوا يتقون لهم البشرى في الحياة الدنيا وفي الآخرة لا تبديل لكلمات الله ذلك هو الفوز العظيم ولا يحزنك قولهم إن العزة لله جميعا هو السميع العليم ألا إن لله من في السماوات ومن في الأرض وما يتبع الذين يتبعون من دون الله شركاء إن يتبعون إلا الظن وإن هم إلا يخرصون الله لمن حمده الله أكبر 
الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هو الذي جعل لكم الليل لتسكنوا فيه والنهار مبصرا إن في ذلك لآيات لقوم يسمعون قالوا اتخذ الله ولدا سبحانه هو الغني له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض إن عندكم من سلطان بهذا أتقولون على الله ما لا تعلمون قل إن الذين يفترون على الله الكذب لا يفلحون متاع في الدنيا ثم إلينا مرجعهم ثم نذيقهم العذاب الشديد بما كانوا يكفرون الله لمن حمده الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله استغفر الله استغفر الله العظيم السلام منك السلام تبارك يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك 
اللهم اجعلنا من عبادك الصالحين الذين لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون اللهم إنا نسألك رضاك والجنة ونعوذ بك من سخطك وغضبك والنار اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك وحب الذي يقربنا إلى حبك يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث نستغفرك ربنا ونسألك التوبة اللهم أصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصل اللهم وبارك وسلم على نبينا مولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين آمين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين